wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you Okay, so we just opened our uh, podcast document that we used to use. What, what vintage would you say this is? Like 2013 at the latest? So between 2011 and 2013, we used to have the share doc where we'd write all our uh, you know topics we were thinking about talking about. So this hasn't been opened in six years. It's like a time capsule of the wisdom for all you people who say, oh, the wisdom ain't the same since 2013. This segment's for you. So Trevor, let's oh. start with yours. ABBA. Oh, no. Don't or, name those. Or lack thereof. With that's what? Almost, what? That's almost poetic. It's just called ABBA or lack thereof. <laughs> I think this is from your... Oh, yeah. This is from your Scandinavian trick because we got your castle sucks, the Little Mermaid statue, your castle always burns down, <laughs> Vasa, the failure museum, just for laughs, and, and Bohr, who I'm assuming is Niles Bohr, the chemist. Yes. Would you like to talk about your Norwegian trip or whatever? We didn't talk about this already. No, it it uh it I I think I prompted you and we just sort of skipped over your your trip there. Oh my god, this is hilarious. <laughs> I things I've not thought about in forever. You know what my best thing out of that entire trip was? What? That I take with me to this day, Bjorn Borg underwear. The tennis player? He makes the best underwear. We just ordered a whole new set of underwear for ourselves from Sweden because we're losers. But <laughs> they're the best. They're they're super comfortable and they're like fun, hilarious, like awesome patterns. Just really weird, kind of one of a kind, unique thing that we get a kick out of. I bought Lisa a pair because they were like so funky and vibrant, and I was like, "Hey, you're getting a pair of these." And like, she's like, "These are amazing." After when she like wore them, and then we started like when we go on other trips. We'd see like there'd be a Bjorn because there's there's Bjorn Borg stores all over Sweden. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean all over um Europe. Yeah. So we'll stop in and buy some stuff, but this time we haven't been to well, I guess we have, but we just never thought about it. We bought a backpack last time we were at the store, but we didn't buy anything else, so we ordered a whole bunch of underwear. I'm wearing Bjorn Borg underwear right now. <laughs> oh, it just uh, started because of this trip. Yeah, it, it did. It really did. We were in a mall across from our hotel for some reason. Uh there's not a lot of malls there, but we kind of got lost in a mall. Because, like, it's, in Sweden, the malls don't look like malls. They're just, like, corporate buildings. And all of a sudden, it's like they're all kind of attached together on the ground floor. And that equals a mall. Yeah. Kind of. So what was the first thing on there? ABBA or lack thereof? Yeah. Oh, I guess, well, you know, you expected to hear a lot of ABBA and it never no, came up. We were looking for ABBA tours, ABBA history. It's all erased. What? Why? You, you know how you say you can't find like a swastika in Germany because they went through even the bushes and everywhere and got rid of everything? Yeah. It's like that with ABBA. Why did, what did ABBA do? You can't even... I found... We found one ABBA postcard on our entire trip in Sweden. That's they weird. just They're so insanely protective of their copyright. Oh, okay, okay. They don't let anything out. They don't even... They don't need the money. They're like... Yeah, wasn't there a story that, that they tried to get, like, some billionaire tried to pay them to do a reunion, and they're like, yeah. nah, we're good. Like, a billion dollars. Yeah, I think that's... And they were like, nah. And then they did it for, like, I think they did it for, like, a quarter of a million dollars, and they gave it to charity or something. Yeah, no, they uh, they have all the money. And then with Mamma Mia, 
Like, oh yeah, yeah, infinite. Like they have infinite money, and they were like apparently really good with their money too. Um, so there's nothing. There's no. They don't litter the culture. Like I think they're almost embarrassed of how famous they were. So we couldn't find it. And the only thing we could find is because I found a guy who had a blog about like the like underground ABBA relics of Stockholm. So you could literally go find buildings on Google Maps and like you could go stand outside of a building. It was just a giant blue building. And they're like, now you're standing at like Polar Studios. This is where like all of their records. They built the most cutting edge studio ever invented on Earth. And it's right in this building and you can't see it. (laughs) And there's a little plaque like the size of like a foot long sub on the wall that says like historic home of Polar Records. That's it. And that's the only trace of ABBA anywhere in, in the entire country that we saw. It was a well, postcard and that. Well, I don't know. Like, what is if someone from Sweden came to Canada and be like, why isn't anybody talking about Brian Adams? Because you know? like, everybody of... is talking about Brian Adams. What the hell are you talking yeah, he's, about? He's coming to Winnipeg soon. <laughs> I'm covering. I am finally doing a Brian Adams song live. I don't think I've ever done a Brian Adams song. I don't think so. I thought you were going to say entire set and I was getting excited. No, no, I'm doing <laughs> Run to You. Run to You. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is that's a, a good, good. That's a good fit for you. Yeah, and it's coming along pretty darn nice. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. We're doing a Canadian music night. Okay, what was the next topic? The Little Mermaid statue. This is the most depressing thing in the goddamn world. In Copenhagen, like it's so sad, and it's all these people, and the, the statue looks so sad and depressing, and it has the story, and the story is a hundred times more sad, and just terrifying. And you go there on like the coldest day in the world, on like the edge of the sea. Where it's like blowing freezing cold rain in your face. And there's this decrepit, sad, terrified mermaid sitting out. And like, oh, it was a weird experience. But it was like a big thing to go find it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's not like labeled. They don't, they're not really touristy in these parts <laughs> of the world. So you go out there and you find this thing. And uh, yeah, it was kind of like underwhelming, but kind of awesome at the same time. What else? The Museum of Failure? I can't believe we never talked about the Museum of no, Failure. no. I, sh- I swear this was a segment, but the Vasa, do you know what the Vasa is? No. The Vasa is like a massively famous ship. It was like the most expensive warship ever built in the time. It was like a billion dollar ship. It was this mega, mega project that all these engineers built. And the, the crown of Sweden put all this money into this huge boat. And it made it 400 meters into the bay, a light breeze blew. And it fell on its side and sank to the bottom of the bay. <laughs> and that's the, the actual news account. There's like journalists. like, And then a light breeze blew. And it gently toppled over on its side and began to sink to the bottom. And it was there for like 200 years in cold, cold, cold salt water. And then they dragged it up and it was almost perfectly preserved. So it was like this huge. And they built a museum around this giant ship. Celebrating the failure. And it's this whole museum celebrating how amazing the ship is, except this ship's crap. <laughs> it was really, it was really bizarre. This boat like did everything but float. But probably. float, literally. But it, it was like a whole colony on this boat. Like it was, it's amazing, and you could go on it and you see it, and it's huge, and it's a beautiful museum. Everything you'd imagine from Scandinavia, right? Just. But just it was an utter failure. So. So okay, I thought it would just be a museum. I was. I'm disappointed. You thought it was uh, a museum of failure? Museum of, yes. That is the, the thing. Is the there is a museum of failure in Prague, I think. They also have a museum of torture in Prague. <laughs> yes. 
Um, yeah, but the Vasa is it's fascinating, but a terrible disappointment. What else? Your castle always burns down. Yeah, that's all it is. And then somebody took a crap and the house lit on fire and then it's burned down. And how do castles burn down? They're made out of stone. Yeah. But they always burn down. This castle's built on a castle that's built on a castle that's built on a castle. This is the fifth castle here. And it doesn't look anything like the other five before it. Maybe we should chose a different location. It always burns. And it always is like some guy in the bathroom at night. <laughs> mm. Castles always burn down when people go to the bathroom. Carpets, wood, candles, shelves, yeah, I, flags everywhere. And toilets, like you've seen toilets in old castles, how they're like in the corner, mm-hmm. like the corner outer wall. Like my house. <laughs> <laughs> but imagine you were walking around like the fortifications of the castle, like the wall. Yeah. And all of a sudden there was just a little rut in the wall. And you just sit down on the bench that's built in the wall rut and you just poop onto the ground underneath <laughs> really weird it's kind of just in the hallway or in the corner of the hallway very weird just a little poop hole and you go sit there and then it just goes outside the castle (laughs) very weird but that's every castle we went to was just a castle that this castle isn't the first castle this castle burnt down then they built the castle and then this castle burnt down here's a painting of the castle burning down and this person painted the castle burning down the second time and that's all it was all this old timey talks reminded me of something. All oh, right, a kids' book from the for Christmas that I was reading. One story a night. It was like Christmas in the high Arctic. It was just all people like stuck at the North Pole. Eighteen hundreds <laughs> doing northern expeditions for years and like how they Ooh. dealt with Christmas. So there wasn't really happy stories usually. But sometimes people got out, but that just seemed part of the job. How do you think you would hold up on a ship stuck in ice for six or eight months? Knowing that nothing's going to thaw for eight months. Yeah, you got eight months, but there's food and for like three years. There's food for three years. And it's 40 below. Mm-hmm. No scurvy. Yeah. Do you think you could... Would you have any interest in signing up for that, peasant Trevor? How much would it... Or peasant we... Carter? I don't know. Just a... Working wage? No, but if you could be infinitely rich after it, it'd have to be more than like Kuwait luring level. Mm. Like, hey, this is kind of. It'd have to be almost like Saudi schools level. <laughs> this is this is life changing. Like, if you do a ten year stint, you get a million dollars at the end of your contract, mm-hmm. which is a real thing. That I think for that really? much I would. Yeah, if you work for Aramco. Five years, you get half a million. Ten years, you get one million. Wow. On top of your salary. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's like, not nice. Trust just, me. Trust me, it's the seem, worst. Yeah. Those just didn't seem like they worked at all. Like, okay. Well, we could turn around or go deeper because we probably almost made it to China. But you didn't. <laughs> You're just stuck at the edge of Hudson Bay, but you don't know it. Mm-hmm. Let's go a little deeper, and then the ice will decide not to thaw for five years, and then just try and walk from, yeah, just walk down from Hudson Bay. Yeah, give some give some um, indigenous people diseases, and then mm-hmm. eventually get back to Churchill. Yeah, I don't think they made it. It seems like a bad situation. I think I could stay on a boat for a long time. 
You can't swim, Trevor. Well, you couldn't swim in the... That's the perfect no kind water. of boat for me. A frozen boat is my kind of boat. <laughs> yeah, I got to be careful with this trip coming up. Mm-hmm. This, there, I'm going to be around water again, and Trevor gets stupid in the water. He thinks he can swim, and then he gets pulled out, so he's... Plus, there's going to be Venezuelans coming on dinghies. Yeah. I'm having to be real careful before my trip. It's back-to-back intramural basketball games today and tomorrow. <laughs> intramurals, death for teachers. Yeah. Give us some robots, Brent. Just some robot news? Sure. Is there anything else? I heard there's, like, parkour robots now. Yeah, Boston like, Dynamics ro- still doing robot stuff. Robot who used to just fall over and like barely could take a step now can jump off of things like James Bond. Yeah, do front flips, like parkour up stuff. Can it adapt to the environment? Like, can it go yeah, through a situation, cool. or does it have to be on a course that it's set up to do? No, I. You think it's semi? I think it's probably a little bit rigged for now, but they can find their way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty down on the idea of ever having real smart AIs, though. I don't think we'll see that anymore. In our lifetime or ever? Definitely in our lifetime. Hmm. Deep learning, things like that, I just don't buy. I think tech people are just con artists. That's just oh, yeah. not, it's not really a feasible. It's like, it's like not how it works. Tech, tech people are more concerned with weird diets. <laughs> That's to <laughs> be. <laughs> Like, if you're going that big, I just don't. I don't know. Like, ooh, we had to just turn off our chat boards because they were talking to each other. No. Oh, uh, so it's just more like hyper to get attention than. Yes, mm-hmm. mm. self-driving car can drive. I guess. Surprising. Well, we yeah, they seem see legit. It. I think that's that's a done deal. I think. Mm-hmm. So I guess um, there, but I guess it's anything past decision making. No, and that's enough. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. That's good enough for me. So the last thing of us to die will be our brains, probably. Mm-hmm. We'll probably be oh, able to hack to. all our other parts for a while, mm-hmm. but the brain eventually just gives up, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was somebody, yeah, somebody who. Well, the computer people at my school came to talk to my class about, like, oh, take these tech courses for next year, like programming, stuff like that, computer parts. And it's like, look at this. Here's the Amazon factory. Isn't this cool where it's all automated now? So it's just boxes, robots picking up boxes, putting them on conveyor belts, other boxes stacking, other robots stacking them into pallets. This cynicism like that is not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that student said that? No, that was me. Like, anyone no, have a sure problem with that? That is, that is not cool. Yeah. It's like, what didn't you see in that factory? People. That's right. <laughs> now let me tell you. Yeah. Do you guys use self-checkouts at stores? I can see Trevor not wanting to talk to people. I do. I love it. It's great. Yeah, but you're, you, I, I, I like to keep people employed, so I try not to. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, the world's over, Carter. It's mm-hmm. too late. Everything we value and expect isn't a thing anymore. 
a job is not something that you get. You you could have a job one day and you might not. There's no promise that it even should exist the next day. Yeah, I think the Walmart jobs forces their people exist because to, yeah. they should exist. I think Walmart forces their cashiers to be so terrible now that you have to self checkout. Oh, we don't have self checkout enough, like and push credit cards on you constantly, and like not take. Yeah, I think they just at ours there is self checkout. So I think the people working there have to just be terrible. Yeah, would you like to donate today? Would you like to uh, yeah make this purchase? You know, I always donate. Card? You know, I always donate. Yeah, even though they get the tax, you know, uh, deduction and stuff like it's that. It's quicker though. It's just quicker. I told you this. This was on an episode, wasn't it? I just go two dollars before they even say anything. Ooh, tiny money, two dollars. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. I don't have any money. I'm so, not. Sometimes a dollar. I just throw it down a dollar. Two if I feel like a big shot. <laughs> not even two once. is my awful no. reply. Two dollars. Cut people off. Not even cuts. once. Well, well Brent's on time. Brent's on board. He doesn't like the Amazon robots doing everything. Mm-hmm. Why not? Uh, it's just another job that a person doesn't have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, here is a here is a legitimate topic that we discussed. Okay, so I'll pose it to you. First example is a little lighter. This is the light one. So say there's a person who's like straight up, we can tell that this person's a psycho or they're a murderer. Or they have some kind of desire to kill people constantly or they enjoy killing people or they look like they're going to kill people. Those are very different, but okay. Well, I won't care. Say, they, say, they, say, they're, say they're just a convicted serial killer then. I'm pretty sure Trevor mm-hmm. has there's only the, the drive to kill desire. us, but he doesn't act on it. <laughs> to say there was a convicted person who killed five people and there was something clearly wrong with them. Right? Why not just put this person in a VR world where they just get to kill everybody for the rest of their lives? Well, wouldn't that be rewarding that person? But what's the... Like, Say they're again. never going to be part of society. So you just put them in a VR where they just can just live their own life and just kill people in VR all the time, forever. As much killing as they want to do. They're not hurting anybody else. Like, just because they're, they're sick, there's something wrong with their brains, why don't you just lock them away? They're not going to hurt anybody else. They can be happy in their own way. It's totally, and it, it doesn't cost any more, it probably costs less. You just leave them in there, and they get to do what they want, and they're happy, and the world just moves on without them. Cost less from what? Like being uh, in jail? Well, in Canada, I don't know. Super jail? Yeah. Maybe not, but why not? Why can't they be happy? Why can't they just be in VR heaven? I don't think that's going to go over too well with the general public. But what's the difference if they're in jail, sad, or happy? Shouldn't we try make? Shouldn't people be happy? General deterrence: Don't kill people, otherwise you go to jail. And then I don't know. Yeah, but if you're gonna kill people, you're just gonna kill people anyway. Uh, If you're a killer, you're gonna kill. You think a person wants to be a killer? You think a serial killer is like I want to be a serial? They're they're they have they're sick. I mean, it's terrible. It hurts people, but 
What if somebody just turned themselves in? It's like, you just put me in VR Murder Paradise forever, please. Can I just opt out to that? Because I know this is going to go badly. What? Are, oh, and here's just... the other case that I think is more extreme. But what if you're a total pedo perv? Like, I don't know. I don't know any pedophiles, but like, I can't imagine anybody's like, that's who I, who I want to be. But what if that's your thing? What if you get busted? What if Chris Hansen busts you? And you've never actually done it yet, but you were gonna, you know? Why not just strap this guy in pedo heaven? Let them diddle till they die. They don't hurt anybody else. They're happy. They don't get their freedom, but they live in a make-believe world where they can't hurt anybody else. I think that's the basics. It's all tying in to our last couple things. It's the basic standard living in a few years. Since robots will do every job. To keep the people happy, I'll have to keep them either drugged up or VR'd. Yeah, and I think I, I really feel like we are starting to learn the, the the chemical reactions of happiness, right? So why can't we just make everybody happy chemically? Why just as good as the real thing, or you just be training people up to want it more? Well, that's how that is one of the that's one of the cruxes of happiness is that it's it's intentionally biologically designed to be fleeting. So you're, yeah. and that's kind of mm-hmm. moved civilization along in the past, except we're in this plateau of no, not having to work. So we don't need to work and happiness is based to create work basically. So that mm-hmm. the motivator, right? But if we've got everything we need and all our needs are met, we don't need to always be working. We should just be permanently happy, blissful, blissful life. Mm-hmm. Medically or not can't stay happy yeah just look that's at, humans look, look at all these nba players now that the commissioner adam silver had to uh discuss it's like these people have all the money they want all the fame mm-hmm. they want they're the best player they're like top 10 best basketball players in the league and they're extremely unhappy with their lives and looking to get and extremely isolated and stuff like that yeah so like that's a pretty good existence being like an anthony davis or something like that so let's just drug them up i don't know i don't know but then then he'll want different drugs you know i'm Mm -hmm. not content being you know the one of the best players in the league i want to be the best player on a different team i want i want this drug with this side additive you know or Mm -hmm. i want a newer vr game you know kind of yeah i don't know Right. We're gonna have to decide what we yeah. want the future to be. Like it's gonna be mm-hmm. weird, man. Look at uh, like I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty in a big Beatles kick right now. Like look how unhappy those guys were. Like like George Harrison. Mm-hmm. I don't like playing live anymore. All these screaming, adoring fans in stadiums. Mm-hmm. I can't stand it. You know, oh. <laughs> they're writing songs about the tax man taking all my money. It's like how much money do you need? You're the effing Beatles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so brunch. You gotta take off. Yeah, just leave it. Yeah, if you want to, I guess teaching can do that. If you want to decide the future, then you just have to. If you're not having six kids to, if you're not having six kids yourself to train, (laughs) you gotta warp a lot of other people's. I had quite, I had quite the incident. So uh, we went to Winnipeg quickly last night. Uh, and then uh, Janelle's mom's looking after the dogs uh, at like 8 a.m. She sends a text saying the dogs are trapped. I can't get to them. 
<laughs> in in our like mudroom sliding door, the door had come off the hinges because I guess the dogs had rammed into it, and so there was. <laughs> oh my there. god! So they had gone. I guess at this point, uh, eleven hours without using the bathroom, and she wasn't able to help them. Uh, so we like get home at twelve, and it took me half an hour to get this stupid door back on track. So fifteen oh, hours of no bathroom, and uh, luckily they didn't mess themselves, but. That sucked. <laughs> That's incredible. Pi Day is coming up, everybody. Thursday. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm making for my class my chocolate lemon pie. Oh, no, you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, Bradley, if you actually do that. I just saw one girl's face when I said that. She was just disgusted. I laughed. <laughs> oh, I love it. Just terror. So, high school students are the worst. I did a like I said. I talked to the egg society there, and I was worried because the last sort of public speaking engagement I did was at the high school, and it did not go well. So all these farmers <laughs> and stuff, and it went really yeah. well. And they had nonstop questions and. They had the president had to uh, shut down questions because there was too much, and the CKM uh-huh. came up to me after. He's like, "We got an interview on the next week, and it went well." So freaking kids are the toughest audience in mm-hmm. the entire world, yeah. man. <laughs> but we're we're not really doing like the best of Canada. Like we're just picking songs we like by Canadians, and there's oh, yeah. some classics. There's it's more. Jimmy's always has a little bit more obscure stuff too, mm-hmm. and the audience kind of likes that. Like kind of, you know, like I oh, will do "Run to You," but then like there there'll be a weird cut that you wouldn't expect of an artist and mm-hmm. like stuff like that. So I don't know. What am I doing? I'm doing you know "Sundown" by Gordon Lightfoot. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm doing oh, that. Oh, okay. No, I've I've rented to Ash about that. Uh, Sundown by Elwood is like I'm going to murder someone because that's my big thing is what you got famous by like covering that song like uh, I mentioned on the show that the Chili Peppers riff that uh, Shifty Shellshock and uh, Crazy Town did for Butterfly oh yeah yes yes so this is worse um, it's it's a Canadian rap band called Elwood or whatever and I remember seeing this video all the time on Much Music in like 2004 2003 uh, it's, it's legitimately the the sundown uh, like acoustic riff, and it's the worst rapping ever. But the but I didn't know it was Lightfoot, and then the chorus is really catchy and good because it's it's Lightfoot singing the chorus. <laughs> and like they had enough like big budget for a car chase music video in the Wild West and stuff. It's like what the heck, man! I've got to listen to this now by Elwood. Um. Yeah, it doesn't really exist on YouTube anymore, uh, but I think it's like a making of the video, Elwood, Sundown. It's so funny. Oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, oh, man, is this it's the worst song ever? The rapping is just next level crap. I guess you got that drum in the background. That's unique. And this little remix thing here. But listen to these words. Oh my god, so they just took the lyrics and rapped them. Oh, they added this. 
Oh my god. Yeah, I don't think they got rich off it, but they got a lot more famous than they deserved to. <laughs> That's unbelievably terrible. Yeah, man, that was that was you could get away with that crap back in the day. Were they white? Yes. Oh f- Sunday 